Everybody out there in podcast land. Hey. Have you missed these voices? I bet you have. <laughs> well, Dan may sound a little different because he's married now. I am married, that's true. Yeah, now we're just a couple of old married dudes recording the podcast. A couple of old married guys. <laughs> Mature, uh, very wise. <laughs> wise in the ways of the world. Yeah. Went on a brief hiatus, but we're back. Yeah, and Dan owns a cat. I own a cat. His name's Bowie. Um, he likes me more than he likes my wife. A lot more. Um, I know she's not going to listen to this pod, so I could say that. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, it's, Hurtful, life's but great. Nice. Life's great. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Dan, as always, this podcast is mm. brought to you by the Breakfast Burrito at Expatriate. So, so good. One of the finer brunch items in this great city, but I'll be honest, I haven't had it in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I've where, been go- where have you been? I've You've been, been to more brunches than me I've lately. been going to a lot of brunches, but I've had to find some kid-friendly brunches because yep. I take my, my son Cade to brunch. Give us a couple. Um, you know, a couple kid-friendly brunches. We just, um, well, Jacqueline was like the best brunch in town. I took my dad there. Uh, it was amazing. They had that Crab Benedict. Crab Benny. Which was amazing. But they stopped doing brunch. Yep. But shout out to Jacqueline. But yep. you should start your brunch again. <laughs> Uh, went to st- stacked sandwiches last Saturday for their first ever brunch. Yeah, I meant to ask you about this earlier. What do they even have on the menu? Because uh, stacked is a sandwich shop yeah. for those who don't know. Uh, they just, you know, I mean, they had something called the Italian breakfast, which mm-hmm, was like mm-hmm. two eggs and marinara sauce and meatballs and um, French bread. If if I didn't like marinara sauce, would that be a problem? Who doesn't like marinara sauce? I don't. What? Does Dane know? What else is stacked? <laughs> what what else from Dane's country do you not like? Dane. <laughs> Just kidding. I love Dane. Uh, I know he's gonna listen. So yeah. shout out to Dane. Yeah. Um. What? <laughs> um. They had a breakfast burrito prepared by the chef from Castagna. Just a word. Yeah. If you okay. like your breakfast burritos from Michelin starred chefs, that's, that's not nice. a bad deal. Um, and they had a, they had a oxtail egg dish. Wow. But, I mean, they had a lot, they had a lot going. It was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, Drew, do you have any shipwreck updates for those? I can't remember the last time we did a pod, but, um, uh, some good friends are doing a pop-up called shipwreck Yeah, and it is a, um, a fast food style seafood sort of whatever yeah i i, I will say if you're, amazing. if you're a fan of clam chowder in any form uh stay tuned okay there's a giant chowder fest happening okay and wow if you like if chowder's your thing you're in luck i'm in if you're dan's wife josie stay stay away <laughs> although josie confided in me just the other day that until she was like 15 <laughs> she didn't know that clam chowder had clams in it <laughs> So she's been eating her so, whole life. So if we can convince her otherwise, she might she might come. Uh, anyways, yeah, a lot of brunch, a lot of brunch stuff, a lot of food stuff. We live in Portland, so yeah, there you have it. You guys, it has been far too long. Um, the summer was crazy. Lots of stuff happening at the church. I was getting married. I was moving to the house. 
Got a cat. Drew's son, Cade, is walking now, which I'm sure yeah. it takes up a lot of your time. And, and I got a Nintendo today. Yeah, Drew Sh- got a, a Nintendo system. <laughs> Shout out to Jordan Chess, bro. He built me a Nintendo. Shout out to Jordan Chess. Throw him a follow on yeah. Twitter. His Twitter was recently hacked and compromised. So, um, <laughs> maybe take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but shout out to Jordan nonetheless. But um, Drew, man, we it has been a long time. Yeah. Uh, it's also the NBA offseason. Yeah. Last season of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, excuse me, was horrible. Yeah. Uh, I didn't support it. We didn't pot about it. We didn't pot about Bachelor in Paradise. So it's been a long time. Yeah. And you know, Drew and I were, we work at the same place. Um, we were in a meeting last Thursday, a meeting of. Uh, of some, it was a high level meeting. A I'll meeting just, of the minds. I'll just put it that way. The minds our, met. Drew, Drew and Minds' uh, boss, our bosses were in the meeting. Yeah. And, um, you know, Drew and I, our banter was just kind of, uh, it was an unexplainable chemistry. Yeah. It was, it was very electric. Yeah. There was a buzz around the office yeah. even after the meeting. People, uh, Sweet Kelly at the front desk was like, hey, I've been hearing reports of. <laughs> Of some, some great chemistry. Some funny material come out of our meeting. And we were just firing on all cylinders, and we were like, you know, it's time to go back yep. to the pod. We've got to, we should turn on a microphone and record this. Yeah. It's too yeah. good. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, we're here tonight to talk about the NBA. Um, we ha- It's undecided if we'll continue to talk about The Bachelor, because we're a bit upset with the franchise. Yeah. But um, we got a nice Dodgers game on in the background, um, so my mood might fluctuate throughout this pod. But um, yeah, we're here to talk NBA. We're probably not going to touch on everything that happened in the offseason because we haven't done a single pod and so much has happened, but we're going to try to condense it. And uh, yeah, season starts next week. Yeah, so much has happened. Yeah, and I'm happy to say, uh, Drew, I don't know if you can say the same. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I will be flying down to LA next week to support my team to uh, go to opening night with my wife this time, who is a recently converted Lakers fan. And um, yeah, converted from what? From nothing. The, the, the canvas paper makers. <laughs> Actually, probably. Yeah. Ah, dude, Biola Eagles though. We'll see how many games she wants to. Well, she reps my brand. But anyways, I get to see Kuzma's first game. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to that'll, say. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. Uh, I went to a Blazers game last week, preseason oh, game against Toronto. Uh, Blazers Toronto. The Blazers had two preseason preseason home games. I got offered tickets to both of them, which is hilarious because nobody hates the Blazers more than me. But I love hoops, uh, so I just thought that was was people know I love hoops and like, hey, you want to go to the game? First game was um, I was like, oh, who are they playing? And they said Denver, and I said pass, hard pass. Dude, you're not trying to see Jokic? <laughs> no, dude, that team, that team is unwatchable. And no, I'm not trying to see Jokic back somebody down and make a turnaround jump hook. Wow. Call up Sports Center, dude. Or do you like the craziest G- pass you've ever seen? <laughs> Wait, he's gonna fake left and go right. <laughs> <laughs> not top ten. So no, I'm not interested in Jokic. I'm not interested in that entire team. Moutier okay. is a train okay. wreck. I don't. I'm not interested in that team. So I said no. They're like at their hundred level, I'm like hard pass. Denver, no, no. Then two nights later, uh, someone calls up. Hey, you want these tickets? I'm like, who are they playing? They said Toronto. And I said, oh, at least that's a decent team. So yeah. I actually was like, hey, let me get those tickets. So I was going to give them to you and Josie. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, you guys like to go to the game, whatever. Right, 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 and right. you're from the area. And so I, like, I got the tickets and I looked at them and it said uh, section 112. Okay. And I Googled that and I'm like, oh, that's center court. And then I looked down and it said uh, seat one, row A. Okay. 
So I was like, well, hey, I think I'm going <laughs> to hang on to these. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. So, uh, yeah, it was center court row A, uh, like just in the sweat okay. zone, and it was amazing. Did and you see any minutes from DeRozan? Uh, DeRozan didn't play. DeRozan didn't play. Lowry. Lowry played, and, um, yeah, it was crazy. There, there was actually um, – I, I was telling uh, Joel this story um, – about like this guy, so they have this this guy on on the Raptors, and his name is Norman Powell. Have you ever heard of him? Oh yeah. So he's a four year player out of UCLA, mm-hmm. and it's late second round draft pick, uh-huh. and they just signed him to four years, like forty four million. So I was like, Joel, it's crazy. Like this guy, like late round draft pick. He was a senior. I mean, most guys are one and done, right? And then they go to the draft, played four years of college ball in the Pac twelve. Um, and then they just like literally extended him this crazy contract. And then like as I was telling him the story, this like l- like African American gentleman to my left like turns around and he's like, "So did they do the right thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, the dude can ball. I mean, I think so." And he's like, "Yeah, I thought so too." And then he pulled back his jacket and his badge said uh, his, he was Wayne Wayne Embry, the assistant to the GM of the Raptors, dude. just sitting next to me at you know at center court. Dude, he works for Maasai. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I can't. He, wow. I googled him in that moment, yeah. and then Joel started pulling up pictures of him in his playing days and being like, "Hey, Wayne, Dude, check it out." Was Joel trying to get <laughs> yeah. a picture with him? <laughs> no, he was. Hey, Wayne, he was hey, showing him pics. It'd and, be crazy if you and me got a picture. No, dude was like a like a ten <laughs> ten time All Star and wow. like. Uh, Dude, that's awesome. And he's twice named uh, Executive of the Year for the NBA because he was a GM for a couple different teams. Cool. He's like a legend. He was. He's like. Wow. He's like eighty years old. Legend. That's amazing. Yeah. So we got to sit sit with him and okay. it, was, it was pretty fun. Uh, even though I had to watch the Blazers. <laughs> no, I don't, actually don't hate the Blazers. So, I, I hate the Blazer fans. Everyone knows that because they're super obnoxious. And here's what bummed me out about the Motor Center. The Blazer fans are like, oh, we're the best fans in the game. Check us out, right? Yeah. They, they gave Myers Leonard so much hate in his hometown. And I'm not saying Myers is like a great basketball player. Because he's not at all. But but he's a, like a pretty decent dude. And it's not his fault he was offered the money he was offered. He, he's going to take that. He's going to sign yeah. that deal. And every time he touched the ball, that hometown crowd like booed him and like ripped into him and like yelling insults at him. Yeah. And like, dude, I was close. Like I was like five feet away from the guy and he could hear everything being yelled at him. And I'm like, dude, that's, that's just rude. Okay. This is rude. Grow up, Moda Center. Um, is it too early to make a insane prediction? Dude, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's get. Let's you get. You mentioned it going. you hate watching Denver. What if I told you that in this year's playoffs, it would be Denver and not Portland that were in the playoffs? <laughs> we talked about this earlier. <laughs> Write it down. I think Portland's out, man. I don't Write think they're making down. the playoffs. Uh, did you know that former Warrior Anthony Morrow is fighting for that last spot on the Blazers? And he was really? like, he was like five for five from three in the game I was at, and I was totally into it. Anthony Morrow, yeah, he I was getting buckets. Okay, not only is he not only is he in the mix, he was absolutely on fire. Wow, like everyone was going nuts. Okay, all right, Drew. We again, like we mentioned earlier, we don't have time to talk about everything. There were, oh my gosh, you got Boston. Oh man, you got Wade to Cleveland. You got OKC. Not just Wade to Cleveland. Yeah, IT, yeah. Derrick Rose. <laughs> Here, yeah, Derrick Rose is going to be the starting point guard of that team oh. for like the first three months of the season. Ew. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, LeBron brings the ball up anyway. So, Drew, what surprised you the most 
if you had to pick one thing, because we, we know that it's basketball fans listening to this podcast. We don't need to educate people on what happened. Oh. What surprised you the most from this offseason? Oh, my gosh. Uh, the mo- I have to pick one thing. One thing. Probably uh, I was really surprised that no free agents picked Portland. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, <laughs> super surprised. <laughs> okay, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> so weird. Uh, you know, uh, on that note, I would say I was a little, I was a little bit surprised that people did land in OKC. Some names landed in OKC yeah. because I've been to OKC, and um, you know, even guys from New York and even guys from Indianapolis, which is a pretty major city. Like I've yeah. been, I've been to OKC. It's nothing. Uh, nice. I mean, nice people, whatever. But it's like, I mean, we should get big name free agents. Let's be honest; they're there for a year, right? These guys, yeah. these guys are one year, one well, year rentals. Because Paul George and Carmelo, they didn't choose to go to OKC. Well, well, actually, well, Carmelo, they, well, that's what I mean. They had control. They had some degree of yeah. control over where they ended up. Yeah. Um, and they and they wanted to make this happen for like they needed a a spot for the year. Yeah. And they decided to play with Russ. Yeah. It's a little bit surprising to me, to be honest. Um, and it's not because of OKC as a market. It's partly that, but it's playing with Westbrook as a player, especially guys who need the ball like Paul George, like Carmelo. Yeah. That surprised me that guys would, even if it's just a year, that they'd want to spend their year watching Russ drive and shoot. I've heard a couple takes, and I'm interested what you think about this. And it's the idea that like Russ, Russ kind of got that crazy like NBA 2K MVP season out of his system. Okay. And he's like, okay, like I got the MVP. I average a triple double. I'm cool to like, obviously not take the back seat, but like distribute more, yeah. share more, share the love. Dude, his usage rate last year was like 41%. That's more than 88 MJ. That's more than 96 MJ. That's more than 2006 Kobe. Like, that's insane. So, walk us through the term usage rate. That's a ringer term. <laughs> walk, <laughs> walk, walk us through it for... So, usage rate is is just like who the ball goes through. So, like, like uh, Golden State, like... Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, they're both in like the twenties. Okay. And like Draymond Clay are in the high teens. Okay. You know? So that's like a normal so twenty mid to high twenties is like pretty high. So, 30s so are is you like, saying are you saying like the primary touch on offense? Yes. Okay. Like LeBron is maybe thirty. Like maybe. Which is insane because you're saying Russ is in the forties. Forties. Yeah. And LeBron like the whole point of that offense should be get LeBron the ball and get out of the way. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, so Russ, Russ is he's not only going to have to like it's not a question of him giving up a couple touches. It's like he's going to have to bring it down to like 30%, you know, which is like a ton. Yeah. So if he's taking if he's taking 30 shots a game, he's going to have to bring that down to like the low twenties, you know. So, so I hear your the the take you're repeating about how he got that season out of his system. Now he'll be more of a distributor. I don't think he knows how. 
Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he knows how. And and here's my hot take. Um, I don't think Russ Russell Westbrook is a very good basketball player. <laughs> wow. You hear what I said? You're gonna have to explain that. A little I don't bit. think he's a very good basketball player. I think he's a freak athlete. Mm-hmm. I think he is incredibly talented uh, as an explosive, uh, you know, offensive attack the rim, uh, whoa, get the heck out of the way type player. Yeah. I think when it comes to IQ, when it comes to being a winner, when it comes to knowing what to do and how to space and you know how to you know get guys involved and you, know, it's a team game. That's the problem. Yeah. Russ is out there playing a one-man, just a one-man onslaught. He's playing hero ball because he can, because he's a freak of nature. But you can't win in the NBA playing that style ball. You can yeah. fill the stat sheet. You can even apparently get yourself the MVP. But I don't think you can win a team game playing that level of basketball. And I don't think he knows how to play basketball, and which is why Kevin Durant got out of town. Yeah, Kevin Durant didn't have to leave. He left because someone called him and said, hey, come to this team. And we don't care who shoots the ball. Yeah. He was in a situation where somebody very much cared who shot the ball. Mm-hmm. And wasn't willing to share the ball. And I was watching I was watching one particular game last year. Uh, I have NBA season uh, league pass, so I watched OKC hey, a lot. Trying to get your password. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was watching a game where Westbrook in the fourth quarter, they had a shot to win this game, but he just started bombing threes, pull out just crazy shots. He was just shooting and shooting. They were feeding yeah. him. They were feeding Maybe you were over watching this game with me. They were feeding him, and he was shooting it, and he was just off. He, I, he's not very. I don't think he's a very good shooter. Anyway, uh, streaky is better. What I should say. He wasn't finding the basket, and then finally, finally, he suddenly passed the ball to like Stephen Adams. Right? Yeah. He like made a pat, and the, his team like they'd been standing around watching him shoot them out of that game for yeah. seven or eight minutes. Then late in the fourth, he's finally just like, "All right, you try." They didn't know what to. They were all standing there. Yeah, like they don't you, know what to do. There was literal confusion on their face when he caught the ball and was like, "Where's Russ? Where?" Like no one's all, no one's allowed to shoot on that team. Yeah, like it's his team. He was giving up the ball finally because it got through his head. I can't score. Like in one of those rare moments where he yeah. couldn't find the basket, and his team didn't know what to do. Well, here's my question. Obviously, Paul George and Carmelo, they're not. They're not in the same tier as Kevin Durant. But that OKC team, before KD left OKC and went to Golden State, dude, they almost beat Golden State. Like, they were very close, you know? Yeah. Do you think if Russ... If Russ is willing to kind of cool it a little bit... And last year was obviously like a... I don't know. Like, Russ was making a statement, whatever you want to call it. Um, if he's willing to chill out a little bit and hit Carmelo when he's open in the corner three, hit Paul George and okay, home run Dodgers. Two yeah. <laughs> zero. Uh, so, Get the brooms out. Okay, sorry everyone. Oh, Bellinger again. Bellinger or the home. So run. Uh, all, right. all right, we're good. We're good. Here, here's the deal. I get. I hear what you're saying. It's possible. I don't know if chill out and Russ go together, mm-hmm. and it just it's a question of leadership. And the reason you're saying OKC almost beat Golden State, and the reason they didn't is kind of what I was just saying. It's a question of leadership. They didn't have it. They fell apart. And, you know, at the end of the day, Westbrook and Durant, you know, they they couldn't figure it out. Yeah. It wasn't that they were better than Golden State. 
or maybe they were but on the paper. I don't know. But the point, my point is they. Oh wait, no, that was some stuff. That was stuff's injury year, right? And he had the shoulder thing. Yeah. Anyway, the point. My point is, I just don't think emotionally and and basketball IQ wise, um, he ha- you know Russ has that together. That's what I mean when I say Russ is not a very good basketball player. I don't think he understands the game outside of like he's so incredibly athletically talented. Yeah. That like he plays at another gear that people don't have. Mm-hmm. And so he just he he can get to the rim. He just flat out can get to the rim. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Okay. I will say while we're on OKC, yeah, I, yeah. I do not understand who's gonna play power forward on that team. Dude who, Carmilla. Who so he'll like easy next on, question on paper he'll be the power forward. Carmelo's gonna go bang. Carmelo's Carmella. gonna go rebound. <laughs> Carmelo's gonna go stop. You know yeah. some freak show. I'm half joking. I think my take on the situation. Everybody, everybody like hardcore romanticizes that. What was that? Um, that Team USA squad that Carmelo was just like. Do you remember that he was averaging like almost forty points a game? He was just like. I don't know what exactly you're talking about, but on the last Olympic team, he was the only guy who came to play. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> oh, that, maybe that, that's the squad you're talking about. Yeah, but everyone's like, yeah, like he, he's got to be in that situation, you know, yeah. where he's not like the main focus. So like, Carmelo sympathizers are like, yeah, New York was like hard because he had to carry the whole weight, which is like Porzingis is like a literal god. Yeah. Um, but. So I think people who sympathize with Carmelo look at this situation. They're like, dude, this is like Team USA mellow. This is like hoodie mellow. Like, <laughs> this is going to be amazing. But I don't – Carmelo, he's just not a hustler, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And he's he's really old. Uh, yeah. I will say this for whatever, for whatever it's worth. People really want to play with Melo. So that says something. Like people all over the league wanted to, wanted Melo in their locker room. They wanted Melo on their team. Dude. They wanted to play with Melo. So something about that dude. He must be the coolest dude in the world. I don't understand that. As a as a Lakers fan, who for the last however many years we haven't been able to lure any free agents. Yeah. I don't want Carmelo on my team. Yeah, I'll wait for someone else. Yeah, well, you're gonna get someone else. Okay, Dan, what's the most surprising thing for you? Man, the most surprising thing for me. Um, I think, obviously, we just talked about OKC a ton, but I was super surprised that Paul George got traded to OKC for, like, Victor Oladipo and, like, whatever change that they had in their pocket. It was, like, yeah. it was a really bizarre trade Very to bizarre, especially with other stuff that was on the table. Yeah. The Blazers would have given more. Yeah, so I guess Paul George slash Kyrie, like, the trades... I'm really intrigued. Like, I think it'll be a really good season. I actually even think, like, Indiana will still be an interesting team. If Miles Turner keeps developing, they'll be they'll be interesting. They'll probably won't make the playoffs, but, like, Oladipo's yeah. a fine player. He's yeah. not, like, a number one option. Um, and then even Boston trading Kyrie yeah. is, like, okay, you traded your second best player to... Boston trading for Kyrie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, well, if you're Cleveland, you traded your second best player to, like, the best team in your conference. Yeah. It's it, really bizarre. It's it's very strange. They 
Cleveland obviously wanted a great guard. Yeah. Um, you know, that was the whole thing last year, right? They're like, we need a point guard. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. um, okay. It's kind of weird. But um, I, that's, I, that's what I was thinking, you know, my, from my earlier comment. Like, obviously, Carmelo had a lot of say over where he went. And, like, mm-hmm. I, like he wanted to go to OKC. I wonder, like, how much say Paul George had. And if he, I don't know what his no-trade situation was, but it seems like he ended up where he wanted to spend a year. Right? Yeah, I guess. Like, if you have to spend a year somewhere before you can sign, like, your big deal, mm-hmm. like, he wanted to land with those guys. But, yeah. I, but, I mean, I don't know, but... Man, it's so hard to tell. There's just so much more at play. Like, OKC... I have a really hard time believing that OKC is, like, a final destination for a superstar. Right. No you know? So, it makes me wonder why Paul George would be cool going there. Is it to build a dynasty there? Which, if so, that's super admirable. Or is it to... There's been all this... I'm not saying this just as a Lakers right. fan, but there's been so no, much chatter about it. That's him. what everyone assumes. Yeah, is he going there to like gel with Russell and like bring him with him? I don't think anybody... Well, didn't Russell just extend? <sighs> yeah, that's true. Because what I've heard is Paul George and LeBron are going to LA. Yeah, that would... Like, that's the rumor. I mean, obviously something. it'll be LeBron on the downside of his career, but... I mean, Lonzo's the truth. Yeah. Dude, so Kuzma. Kuzma. I mean, Lakers are putting it together, and they're and basically they'll get whatever free agents they want. Yeah. Right. I mean, whether that's Clay Thompson, whether that, you know, who knows, who knows who that's going to be, but they're going to get whoever yeah. they want when they start pulling Paul George in to play with Lonzo to uh-huh. play with Kuz. You know what I mean? It's going to be the they're, they're going to be the real deal. Okay, Drew. I have a question for you. Yeah. So you're a true Golden State fan. Have always been. But being a fan of your team, being a true fan means that you know your team's weaknesses. What What is a scenario in which Golden State doesn't win the title this year? I mean, it, it would have to come down to injuries. Injury? It would have you to be. You don't think, let's say injury isn't in the question, because I think that's like the obvious, like, if KD or Steph went down, they'd have, they'd have, a they'd have issues. They'd have a battle on their hands. Is there any other are there any other roster shakeups? Is there any any team right now that's assembled that if they're playing at their highest caliber they could beat Golden State? You know and the more I talk, the more like beating Golden State in a seven game series. Yeah, how do you like do that a, if they're healthy? Yeah. I mean But so, what's the so who Go- could do it? So Golden State had some roster shakeups too, right? I mean they had they added Jordan Bell from Oregon mm-hmm. who can ball a little bit. You know, Omri Caspi is now on the Warriors. What? Yeah. I did not know. Yeah, that. they got a they got a six ten whatever he's got. You could shoot threes a little bit. I don't want to say you're forgetting Swaggy P, but you're forgetting Swaggy P. <laughs> Swaggy P played one preseason game and went out with an injury. He's like done. <laughs> Dude, was he wearing his Yeezys again? <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. So I don't. Yeah, I, th- those could be good pieces. You know, Caspi yeah. can Caspi can is his basically a center who can shoot mm-hmm. and so i mean swaggy swaggy we'll see what he brings to the table um so but to answer your question you know it would have to be a team that is somehow dominant inside and just because the warriors are still rolling out zaza they're still rolling yeah. out javel in limited minutes and then omri caspi's not keeping anyone off the rim right but yeah. it's like what are the teams out there that are just dominant inside, you know? I mean... 
Well, the funny thing is, is like the most on paper, the most dominant team inside is like the Pelicans. Okay. Yeah, and they don't have a shot of being there. But they, yeah. I mean, they added Rondo, who Rondo is like my favorite <laughs> NBA player of all time, but he he's a head case. Yeah. But it's the league is just so weirdly assembled now that like the any team that has the strengths that could beat the Warriors, yeah. there's like nothing else on the team. Yeah. So I, I I'm super intrigued with how Boston's gonna play with um, their dude they added from Utah, Gordon. Uh, Gordon Hayward. Yeah. So him in the mix with Kyrie as a playmaker. And, you know, they got some decent-sized dudes. They're an interesting team. They got a lot of forwards and wings. Man, Boston, even though I'm super stoked to watch them, they lost, like, two key players yeah. in the makeup of yeah. their team in Bradley and Crowder. And you know what's interesting is the Spurs actually <laughs> lost a couple of good players, too. And they, yeah. were, the, they were those role-player guys that, that maybe they can replace, but... You know those dudes were good. Those, you know what I, you know who I'm talking about. One yeah. dude came out of the D League and was just a freak athlete. Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, he's on Orlando. Yeah, now. really. Good. And then they had another like really decent, good player that I can't. I'm blanking. Like so. Anyway, they're both gone. Yeah. And they're both good players. And I mean, obviously, we're looking for Dejounte Murray's coming out party because he's the he's the real deal. Murray's yeah. really good. Um, but. Lamarcus is a shell of himself. Lamarcus is a head case. Kawhi's still the man. He's still a freak. I, dude, yeah. I mean, so it's going to come down to how well Boston can play and how well Houston plays with Chris, the Chris Paul experiment, which didn't make sense to me because they were solid with James Harden as their point guard. They just went and added a point guard. Yeah. I, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Someone, someone out of the two of those guys is going to have to give something up. Yeah. So, it's probably Chris Paul. <laughs> oh man! So you really think the Blazers missed the playoffs? Yeah. So, well, so well, walk, let's talk. Walk, yeah, walk me through who who went who comes out of the West. I'm gonna though. tell you. So Golden State's the lock for number one. Yeah. Like there's, I don't know how you could argue right. otherwise. And then the next three are revolving. It could go either way between San Antonio, Clippers, uh, and I kind of think Clippers are still gonna be decent without Chris Paul. And you think they're gonna be in the top four or top five? And yeah. so Houston, San Antonio, I think I think LA is going to be hanging around somewhere. Uh, here's the other thing, because it's actually a little bit of a drop off after after that. Yeah, Golden I, State, dude, I Houston, think, San Antonio. I think OKC is in the top. Four. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, okay, so that's yeah. five Clippers. Um, dude, I really think Denver is going to make the playoffs. Oh, I hate them. They're so unwatchable. <laughs> but okay. Uh, I think that. Um, I mean, Dallas isn't making it, right? Dallas is for sure not making it. Even though their rookie is so good. Dennis Smith. Oh my goodness, he yeah. is so good. He can throw down. Um, you think Utah's in the mix? Um, I think they're in the conversation. Jimmy Butler. I, dude, Jimmy, I think Minnesota. Jimmy Butler it this led year. Minnesota. Even though I thought they made it last year and they didn't, I I think they're in this year. The Pellies, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Man, I Dude, yeah. there's some good there's some bad teams with great players, man. Devin yeah. Booker's a player. Dennis Smith is an absolute player. Dennis Smith. Dude. I mean, obviously our boy Giannis in, in the East. Oh is, man. Man. Do you think Giannis makes another jump? Dude, I think so. He's that good. 
Yeah, he's amazing. He's that good, man. He's gonna be. He, I mean, he he's gonna be in an MVP conversation sometime in the future. Dude, you know what team I think may surprise people? Um, oh man, Arizona just jacked a home run. Anyways, um, dude, Sacramento assembled like a weird squad of. <laughs> dude, I just was watching them. Like an hour ago, getting, yeah, yeah, they're just like running and gunning, and I love De'Aaron Fox, dude. They're even though he won't play against Lonzo, or Lonzo won't play against him. How, which which way is it? Lonzo won't play against him. <laughs> Lonzo which I totally respect. <laughs> I ride for yeah, Lonzo. Not interested. Yeah. Um, what do you think? We're running out of time, but do you think Cleveland is better or worse without Kyrie? Worse. I don't worse. think I I. I don't. I've never been high on Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I understand the stats he put up last year, but I've never been uh, a big Isaiah Thomas guy. And then after Steph signed his deal, he went on record saying he expects to be a super max player. Isaiah said that. Yeah, uh. and I think that's about the time Danny Ainge thought, "Bye bye." It's like, all right, see ya. Yeah, and the guy's hip's broken. The guy doesn't even have a hip. Yeah. So on top of all that, I think yeah, Cleveland I think is worse with it. But it doesn't really matter because they have still LeBron. And Wade. I don't think Wade's really going to make that much of a difference. But, yeah, I mean, you're right. Kyrie, in the last two two times that Cleveland went to the finals, like, it obviously LeBron's, like, unguardable. But yeah. Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie's nails. Yeah. He's nails. I but, don't know, man. Dude, um, can we talk briefly about Kevin Durant's ghost account? Oh my gosh! Yeah, we should end on the good. <laughs> okay, I, okay. I, we're gonna end totally on that. Forgot. So, like with like within a week of themselves, first Donald Trump called out Steph Curry, and the entire sports world turned on the president. LeBron James tweeted at the president and called him "you bum," letter U. He hit him with Dude. "you bum." Trump unites people, man. Dude, amazing. That was so, amazing. not only is Steph like. You know, a top tier NBA player. It's you know, he he's gonna bring about the end of this joke of a presidency. Yeah, and he will be named the MVP of the United States. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Hot take. Okay. Um. So, but yeah, the Kevin Durant uh, tweeting from a ghost account. What were your thoughts on it as a non-warrior fan? Uh, not that you dislike the Warriors, but I, as they're not your team. Yeah, I like Durant. I, it's, it, it was just funny to me. Like yeah. I, it just proves that NBA players are just like normal people. Yeah. like very yeah. vain. I've got ghost accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Durant's just like me. <laughs> uh, it's there's a part of me that's like, dude. Like I wish I could just be like. Dude, you know you're like one of the best, like twenty <laughs> players of all time. Yeah. You don't need to like respond to Twitter through a ghost account. Yeah, to uh, talk yourself up, dude. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. Dude, the fun. We talked about this earlier. <laughs> so in the, I don't have the tweet pulled up, but it was like, as the ghost account, it was like it was only him and Russ on the team. No one could win a championship with those cats. Yeah, referring to the rest of OKC. 
And then the next preseason game that Russ played in the press conference, he was wearing a T-shirt that said "Adopt a cat" <laughs> or "Adopt cats" or something like that. Amazing. Yeah. Russ. Russ is a fashion icon. But I, I'm. I think it's fun. I'm not like upset or anything by the KD thing. Like, dude, it was hilarious. It was yeah. so yeah. Just like you said that he's sitting at home at night, like on Twitter, yeah. and like t- chatting it, chatting people up, yeah. defending himself. Was he just a normal, just a normal person, yeah. man? Like that laughs in yeah. like, oh, I didn't change accounts. Yeah, it's like you know, like when you're like talking to someone and you're talking about someone else, yeah. and then your mind just like writes their name into your phone, and you like accidentally text that person about them. Yeah, I've ever done that with you. <laughs> <laughs> I do that to you all the time, but I play it off. Uh man, yeah, I love it. But yeah, Drew, the season it starts Tuesday, a week from tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Houston at Warriors is Houston Warriors. one of the games. I don't know the other game. Uh, Cleveland, Boston. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's a big day for hoops. And then I will be I will be uh, in Staples for Lakers Clippers. Nice. And uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Good stuff. So yeah. anyway, um, to all our fans out there, keep the Blazer ticket offers coming. Yeah. We we appreciate you. We'd love we'd love to go watch a basketball game. So, yeah, good stuff, you guys. Well, hey, great. We have a great season ahead. Yep. Good to talk to you guys. We'll be back. Bye.